0: Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons Podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Because nobody circles a wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Where else would you rather be than right
1: here, right now? Hey, hey, let's go, Buffalo!
0: Wanna.
2: Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate.
3: Your Buffalo Bills
2: have won their
3: second straight AFC East division title, beating the Jets in Buffalo 27-10 and uh, going 11-6 on the season. Welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and we're going to discuss the Bills' win over the New Jersey Jets today. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game, our sweet sassy molassie plays of the game, and as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our amazing followers on Twitter. And we're going to do our weekly podcast giveaway. We'll also be able to uh, mention who is the winner of the Buffalo Rumblings uh, podcast Pick'em League, and who will be joining us at the end of the season? If they want to, they might just completely decide they don't want to talk to us, which is fine. Which I would I blame them? No. So we'll talk about that later as well. Uh, but I'm joined first. I'm joined by my co-hosts John and Mike. And fellas, this this game obviously had real, real. I, I want to say real implications, but the the Patriots ended up losing, so I don't know if it really mattered at all, in general. But the Bills win their AFC East title uh, definitively. It was a great win. Um, it wasn't wasn't great for about two and a half quarters of it. Got to be honest, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay to slightly unsatisfactory, especially in uh, a couple of different areas. But the Bills get the win. Um, Josh Allen uh, had a much better second half. Uh, actually, so let's let's get right into it. As far as our thoughts on, like, I, Matt Hawk is just atrocious at punting the ball. And uh, the Bills were doing okay. Then they had to punt the ball. They gave the Jets some real good field position. There was a blown play. All of a sudden, the Bills go from being up 10 nothing to 10-7. And the game is, like, winnable. Because what you want to do against a team like the Jets, who's 4-12, and 12, who whose only incentive is to, like, kind of keep some face, but also to not, go into the off season with any penalties you don't want to go on your vacation because you know these guys have been waiting to go on vacation all season for like three or four since what training camp in july right so five months six months almost like they just want to go into the off season on their first vacation just uninjured right so like you get up by a couple of scores on a team like this and they'll just stop playing they'll just stop trying and uh the Bills kept him in it for most of the game, <laughs> didn't allow him to get to that point. And uh, let's go right into that. Um, John, I was, I wasn't happy with the first, I was happy with the first quarter, second, third, and then was happy by the fourth quarter. So um, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, a win is a win though, who cares? John, what are your thoughts on today's
0: win? Nate, this is the first time the Bills have won back-to-back AFC East title since 1990 and 1991 this is incredible this is fantastic. this is pandemonium as Van Miller would say the bills get the three seed uh, the Patriots lose which is just icing on the cake does does that doesn't matter whatever right so the bills are gonna you know we still got the, the there's an ongoing game right now right so the bills could play either New England or, or San Diego next week San Diego the Chargers but dude this is this is great like they beat, they beat the Jets of course they're gonna beat the Jets right they were never losing to the Jets okay like they won the game okay their punter sucks whatever we already knew the punter. Su- their punter sucked so uh you know whatever let's move on let's let's keep going
3: i knew the punter sucked i just didn't know he sucked this bad <laughs> this was this was atrocious I'm not against i i will say it didn't matter there was no chance that the bills were going to lose today uh given everything but uh against a good team in the playoffs i will say it might actually cost them so mike your thoughts before you get into your punter your opinion on the
2: punter if you want to at all uh today's win i'm gonna play a soundbite you never let me play a soundbite but winning the east i feel like it deserves it why do we have to cut these things so damn close did you hear that
3: (laughs) yes yes
2: john is rightly ecstatic for me I was sweating bullets man it was it was 8 minutes left to go and it was 13-10 yeah thank you mike i felt i felt pretty stupid with my first
3: you know because i never talk what, you
2: off that point
3: you know what i'm glad i'm glad you uh thank god for for mike tonight guys <laughs> i'm like man maybe i should be more ecstatic i mean i'm 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 livid or not livid <laughs> i'm ecstatic that the bills well i i'm half ecstatic that the Bills won, one the, that but then i'm livid that they for two quarters i they made me sweat bullets what somebody was? What was the heart attack bills? Is that what they used to be called, John? Right, like back in the day when they used, to, you never know, if they were gonna win or not. But yeah, okay, had me feeling that way. Okay, go on, Mike.
2: The heart attack bills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's someone. Some, I don't know. That's a John. Moniker. Is that a thing? That's a historical thing. I think he's looking it up online. Someone tweeted at me. That's that's what
0: I see. That's what I go with.
2: Maybe it was like because they were. I, I'm pretty Just sure smoking cigarettes in between plays. Or I'm something. pretty sure it Everyone's was the cardiac
0: it. kids and it was the Browns. The Colts. Does, does that sound? It? Does that sound more like it?
3: Oh, the cardiac kids and the Colts or, or the, the comeback kids. I think it was the Browns. Okay. Mm. Oh, so the wrong team. This person had the wrong team. Well, I'll make sure to let them know that on Twitter. <laughs> Were they were they smoking Marlboro Reds (laughs) and eating like just like globs of lard out of the uh, (laughs) out of a Crisco container? (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna search that right now. What were you saying, Mike? About me being right about feeling that way?
2: (laughs) Well, coming into the into the game, right? Like all ten of the Bills' wins have been by double digits. So when it's that close, going into the fourth, like as much as we certainly part of the defense love how the offense has come together. Like they haven't been able to win the close games or put teams away. I'm sorry. I was still looking up the heart. <laughs> <attack>. <laughs> You're just waiting to say your own normally waiting for me to finish. So you could
3: talk normally I do. I, I That's one of my favorite things to do is wait for you or, or John to stop talking. And then I just say my piece <clears throat> As if it's as if it's monumental and so much better than whatever you guys just got done saying. Uh but no. No, you're saying it was close, the Bills put it away. <laughs> I want you
2: to practice listening with intent. All right.
3: I you know what? Uh my wife would agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm gonna start working on that. Um <clears throat> When the when the Bills win, they win big by double digits. Mm-hmm. Every win they've had this season. The close games, they are not successful. So I was Uncomfortable in the fourth quarter was my point. I saw an interesting tweet that said that, like, if you did, you re- even process.
3: <laughs> i going back to the heart attack, the heart attack tweet. All right, I found Whatever it. Mind. No, this actually goes with your point. I did listen to like the first few words and I kind of just trailed off from there. Um, <laughs> do you ever see? Before I get to my point, did you ever see that Simpsons episode where uh, Homer was taking uh, Bart to his first concert? He said, "I don't know," and Marge is like, "I don't know how I feel about that. Like, concerts can really like are really not good for your ears." And uh, and he's like, "Oh, he'll be fine, Marge." I went to plenty of concerts as a kid, and then she talks again, and all you hear from his standpoint is just me. (laughs) and then all of a sudden she stopped talking he's like nah it'll be okay (laughs) um i saw an interesting tweet that was like it basically flipped all the teams in the afc or maybe even the nfl rather all i paid attention to was the bills record but it was like if you flipped all one score records the opposite way of the way they had gone and like i think they they picked like the top 15 teams and the bills would be 15 and one if you flipped all the outcomes of one score games. So, I mean, this team is, this team is better than their record would have you think. But I mean, in the end, it's how can you finish off games like, you know, that are close. And, you just got to hope that the regression to the mean is during the postseason instead of in 2022 into that season when they start winning games again uh, that are very close. But but yeah, I mean, well, well in saying that, Mike, I mean, the the Bills did win by 17 points. So in the end, it, for the first, you know, up until eight minutes in the fourth quarter, <laughs> we were all sweating bullets. We thought for sure. I mean, luckily that we were going to win the division because the Patriots lost, so that didn't matter. But at the same time, you still want the best seed, like no matter what. You still want to be able to keep the home seed, the home field advantage as long as possible. Um, So in saying that, uh, you go into the playoffs now. We start the postseason. Do you feel less confident because of today, or does today
0: not even matter? Less confident? I feel more confident. The Bills are on a four-game winning streak. Defense is number one in the league. and today
2: they were playing a rookie quarterback who was without his top four wide receivers.
3: And like his his first two strings of left tackle or
2: something.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the defense was great as usual. There was nothing wrong with the defense.
2: It was 13-10 with eight minutes to go, John.
0: Okay, so you're referencing rookie quarterback and without whatever, but that's, that's on the defense. And the defense did their job. So you should be complaining about the offense is what I think you're trying to do.
2: I'm not complaining, actually. Right. Sounds a little <laughs> bit like complaining, but <laughs> I know complaining when I hear complaining. <laughs> you guys are just projecting. <laughs> Whatever. If you're not familiar.
3: <laughs> uh,. You know, you know what I feel good about is the fact that we won't have to play the Colts in the playoffs at yeah. any point. A team that absolutely dismantle the Buffalo Bills on offense and defense. And uh, the Bills, I mean, whole, talk about, see, no matter how bad Bills fans feel at this point, as far as <laughs> the, the outcome for two, two and a half quarters of the game, like, thank God that we're not the Indianapolis Colts. Could you imagine losing to the Jaguars? <laughs> um, who had, like, what, two wins all season? <laughs> like, there was a stat. It was, like, the only the only team to have lost to, like, a, a team like that since the merger that needed to get into a, a – to, to get a playoff berth. That's never happened. It's the first time in NFL history that that had happened. I thought
2: well, at first you you're being facetious because can you imagine losing to the Jaguars? I'm like, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened in NFL history. Like, the, the fact that people have lost to the – hold on. Let me find the
0: tweet.
3: Colts become first team – since the merger to lose to a two and 14 team with the playoff berth on the line with hundreds of clowns in attendance hey wait a minute isn't that like the first time ever like you can't lose to a two and 14 team because before that there were 16 games is that supposed to be a joke am i losing this am i losing my mind (laughs) like this is you ever wonder that sometimes you're just like oh that's interesting like no that was complete parody that was actually uh being yeah facetious For that one, there were so many records going around today. It was like, oh, Mike Evans is the first player in uh, NFL history to have eight seasons with a thousand plus yards receiving, and I'm like, yeah, but this year he needed 17 games to do it. So there's going to be a lot of statistical records broken today. Wasn't
0: didn't he just extend that streak? Didn't he already have that record? Did he have that record already? I thought he did. I thought he just added to it.
3: I saw. I just saw that Bleacher Report announced it today. So maybe he did have that record. I don't know. You have him in fantasy, John. What?
0: That's I mean, I thought he 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 already had the record, but okay. I mean, I'm trying to think of another receiver that had 7 straight 1000-yard seasons to begin their career. To begin their career.
3: Not even like no one's ever done it. Not not to mention just beginning your career. Like no one's
0: done it. But um yeah, I don't what well, I mean, I also want to mention before we get too far off here Travis White, right? He's missed the last six games, and they still have the number one defense. Like, so what how, you're saying how, is, how ridiculous yeah. is that?
3: I think we just need to cut him. To be honest, if we're just being, uh, you know, with ourselves, like he didn't, he didn't really matter to this defense in the end.
0: I don't think we should joke about that, but <laughs> I, 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 we're I, think I, I think it's a credit to Leslie Frazier, save and, twenty million a year, and, and and the guys that they that they do have, like I, you know, I, I think it's just amazing. Did you hear this week too, like Tredavious White, like he was, he's, um, Wallace was saying how like, oh, white, white reached out to me to watch film with me and this and that. Like, I I think it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. True when, when
2: they went into the press conference today, like the, the whole secondary went in and they put uh Tredavious White's Jersey on the table. Oh, really? Pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. That's
3: like a, that's like a Rudy moment right there. Except, like, in that movie, they were just putting their jerseys on saying, I'm not going to play unless Rudy plays. <laughs> It'd be funny if they did that with, hey, we're not playing next week unless Trey plays. <laughs> He's got a torn ACL still.
2: No? Okay. All right. That that, that joke didn't go anywhere. Anyway, I thought just... <laughs> you were going a different direction. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, that no talented.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like we always think about Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No uh, business being out playing for Notre Dame. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole story was a fake, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: it's such a cow
2: you can just slap uh based, based on true events,
3: like anything. Dude, growing up when we were now now adults should have known this because they understood that like movies weren't real. As a kid watching that, though, you're just like, oh my god, like this is what an amazing story. Like, remember the Titans, like, oh my god, like how did that eh, this is no wonder this became a movie. What a, what a fantastic story. And then you get older and you're just like, Oh, it's all,
4: it's oh, all lie. like,
3: yeah, it's all a lie. Like, you know, the only truth about the Rudy thing was that like, he had heard of the team Notre Dame. Like <laughs> it, was, it wasn't just that, but <laughs> 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 he once heard of it in a book or something or a newspaper periodical. Yeah.
2: And then went to work in the coal mine.
3: They worked <laughs> in the coal mines for, for fifty years, and then retired. So like, <laughs> that was the only thing that was, the coal mine part, and uh, Notre Dame actually being a real football team That was actually the only other part. So Those are the two things,
2: John. You know, the Blair Witch Project wasn't. It didn't really happen, right? <laughs> yes, okay.
3: Mike. Mike, did you see that movie with me? Yeah. the night it came out. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we believed all the marketing hype. <laughs> Like, oh, my gosh, this is real.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like we thought we were seeing, like, (laughs)
2: like a. What what an incredible exploitation that would be. Like, oh, these teenagers got lost in the woods. They all got murdered. And we're going to show it on the big screen. We're going to show
3: it on the big screen. If you don't believe, like, the media can be, like, you know, somewhat somewhat bent to uh, a certain agenda, whatever your thoughts are on that, it's like, yeah. Yeah. And I believed it. And I was one of the idiots. <laughs> it was, it was absolutely fell for a hook, line, and sinker. Like, Oh my God, we're going to see a snuff film. We're going to see someone li- literally be murdered. <laughs> I can't believe they're showing this. <laughs> walked out of there, walked out of there. Saw, walked out of there. Still not really sure exactly what happened
2: <laughs>
3: to this day, 25 years later. Not still hundred percent sure, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then when they come out with Blair Witch 2, you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute.
3: <laughs> All right. Paranormal activities, though. 100% true. 100% yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know if any of the listeners knew that, but now we know. Um, <clears throat> let's go right into Stats of the Game.
2: Stats of the Game. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. It works.
0: Every time. That doesn't make sense.
4: So you're telling me there's a chance.
0: Oh, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, can't. 40% of all people know that.
3: Let's start off with the this pop quiz hotshot. Let's start off with the uh, stats of the game. Wait, stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Um... Pop quiz hot shot for John and Mike. Pop quiz hot shot. What was Josh Allen's completion percentage today? Now I know you might know the stats. Mike, Mike, John always kind of knows this. Uh, This has got to
2: be the worst segment.
3: (laughs) I like this segment. I think I'm, I hope that there's one other listener. See, I think think you
0: don't ask the right questions because for the most part, Either me or Mike or the both of us have all right, looked at you know the what? stat already. All right. You know, I'm going to gonna know give that you a different it's 53% stat. completion percentage. I'm
3: going to give you another stat. Okay. All right. This isn't the one. This isn't the one. This was a test. This was a.
2: Uh... It's like he just goes to the statue and like picks out the most obvious <laughs> thing. Literally, like, no just the,
3: thought. <laughs> the first one Josh Allen, 24 for 45. <laughs> wow. Um, josh allen 24 for 45 53 completion percentage like john said 239 yards two touchdowns let's do a fire emoji rating for josh allen's performance today uh i'll let mike go first mike how many uh fire emojis would you give josh his performance today oh you want me to give you his rushing performance too just so you have that so you can also take that into account sure Nate. oh you haven't looked up that stat beforehand maybe i'll just do a a pop quiz on the, his rushing stats every time five carries 63 yards no touchdowns
2: <laughs> john we're starting to see uh <laughs> unraveling not unraveling nate J- not jaded nate like uh irritated? no more than irritated. i don't know go ahead Sorry. i wouldn't say i'm more than irritated well now i'm more than irritated
3: <laughs> <laughs> now that you pointed it out but what do you think so five so 63 yards rushing 239 yards, passing two total touchdowns fire emoji rating for Josh today out of five.
2: Can I ask a clarifying question? Absolutely. Is this compared to an average quarterback or is it compared to himself?
3: Oh, well, I mean, an average quarterback, it would be like a four to five fire emoji rating every week. I want to say compared to normal average Josh, like an average outing for Josh. This is only based on him and his performance, not based on the rest. Now of that, the
2: that would be quite a deviation from like a standard practice, right? Like how you're rated in all other avenues of life. If you go to take a test, it's not like, Oh, compared to your last test. True. Sure. True. How I get you what you're saying? Yeah. But, like but I, I just, my thought process is like his runs that extends drives the way he shrugs off defenders, the way he can run through a tackle. It's like there's, very few, if anybody else in the league that can do what he, he can do. Um and I'm just I'm blown away week to week. So I I but it's boring for me to say, oh five five fire emojis.
3: It's not boring. Me. If that's how you feel. If that's how you feel, then
2: Yeah, sure. That's how I feel. Okay.
3: Mike gives five fire emojis for, for Josh Allen today. 53% completion. All right, John, what do you think?
2: You had to throw that. <laughs> Did you see those I, runs? They, Who else they, is doing they,
3: that? Oh, you think I didn't see that runs? Is there anyone that saw those runs? I, I saw most of them. So, John, what do you
0: think? I, I want to hear what you want to what you have to say first, Nate. Okay, so
3: so John can't have an original thought, so he's got to have <laughs> Mike and I. All right, cool, cool. So, <clears throat> if two and a half fire emojis is average, I think Josh Allen had an above average day. I don't think it was. One of his best days, but you also have to take into consideration the fact that two of the, uh, the winds were in a factor today and two of the four quarters obviously were against the wind from what people have been tweeting at me. Um, the quarters where he wasn't good, the second and third quarter. So if we're going to go based on that, knowing that I'm going to give him four, I'm going to give him four because, um, didn't have an amazing day passing the ball, but at the same time he had some amazing passes that only he can make. Like, remember that Dawson Knox pass where like, you know, the the defender had really good coverage on Dawson Knox and he just hauled it in. It was like a 40 something yard, uh, play. And, uh, you know, plays like that, the, the Stefan Diggs touchdown, uh, I mean, he had some amazing plays passing the ball. And, you know, I think I gave him three and a half last week. So, but that was more because of running running the ball the way he did. Uh, he didn't have as good of a game running, but he still had a really good game running the ball. Um, all those things combined didn't turn the ball over, which is huge, unlike last week where he did that several times. Uh, I feel like the more I'm talking, the more I'm convincing myself. Not five, five. five is a little crazy uh i'm either going between four and four and i'm gonna go four i'm gonna go four i'm gonna go four because i think there's room for improvement in josh and it's not a complete game um it doesn't have to do with the passing yardage as much as it was a completion percentage so uh and we should talk by the way the wind affecting josh allen's game and hey maybe we should get a dome someday or something like that because maybe that would help him um because John you texted us and I sent it over Twitter and a lot of people were agreeing with it you were like hey maybe having a home home playoff game this was of course when the bills were just barely winning and we weren't sure 100 percent that the bills were going to win they're probably only up by 13 to 10 like hey maybe maybe having a a home game in the playoffs isn't the best thing you know possible and, uh, and and a lot of people were like you know what I was thinking the same thing I said the same thing to my my wife or husband or whatever like yeah it's, it's worth mentioning. So before we get into that, John, fire emoji rating for Josh Allen.
0: Okay. So there was a reason why I wanted you to go before myself. Uh, not because I didn't have an original thought, <laughs> oh, but because you gave Josh Allen a one half star more than you gave him last week, where he went 11 of 26 for one twenty and three interceptions and no passing touchdowns. So I just want to, I just want to, You know, that's the baseline for you for a a three-and-a-half-star game.
3: Yeah, but how many rushing yards did he have?
0: 81. (laughs) And he had close to 70 today, so that's pretty close.
3: Well, close to 70, 63. I don't know it's close to 70. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you round up from...
0: Okay, so he had, you know, 15 more yards-ish last week, okay. So four.
3: So four is what I gave him. I was on the cusp of four-and-a-half. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Yes. I'm well, just, he also I'm had just, just, just double checking.
3: He also had two touchdowns last week. Don't forget, I do stats of the game. He had two touchdowns rushing the ball last week. Okay. So. All right.
0: All right I'm just. It wasn't like he just had
3: 122 yards and, you know, sub 50 percent completion percentage, three interceptions, and no touchdowns running the ball. So. Okay.
0: Go ahead. And, continue. and then, and then, Mike, five stars. That that's the ceiling. Like. He's had way better games than that. Like, Wait, are you asking you can't, me? You can't, you, can't give, you can't give five stars for this performance. He was, yeah, sure, he was good. Wait, you, are you, you attacking you, me? I'm going to start you, paying. You can't max out with that. I was,
2: all of, I was ready to, to agree with you 100%. I had a line. I was ready to just attack. No, now screw you, John.
0: <laughs> I'm giving him three stars. Life
2: isn't about keeping score, which you have <laughs> three, learned.
0: Three stars. He had a You're just good like game. taking
2: notes over there, just <laughs> waiting to pounce. It's disingenuous. And Mike, and I don't appreciate you
0: guys it. are all over your place, the place with these these fire emojis. Three stars. Three, 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 three fire fires. emojis. Let's go. Three fires.
3: Interesting. You know what's funny? Mike was a living embodiment of that. They had us in the first half meme. <laughs> 'Cause he's like I'm just nodding along. Yeah, this is all good points. Yeah. Nate (laughs) Nate's opinions suck. You know, he doesn't he can't, you know
2: Defensive Nate (laughs) is rearing his ugly head.
3: (laughs) And then defensive Mike reared his ugly head just
2: as
3: (laughs) even more so I might add, actually I was just pointing out the reason why I thought I wasn't getting upset like Mike was, but I'm not upset. (sighs) I was just joking around. (laughs) <laughs> so 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 mike gives five i give four john gives three so john sorry i couldn't hear what you were saying because mike completely got defensive before you could finish your thoughts so you were thinking it was just it was a sub it was an average game for him it was okay
0: yeah i think it was pretty good um so you know last week i think i gave him like a, a one or a two but you know and that was only because of the rushing right like everything else was pretty terrible i thought um yeah. but this week i thought he was he was good so
2: Hmm. I think we're making different comparisons to different like in in my mind, I'm viewing it as against an average starting quarterback. And some of the plays he makes, I'm like, wow. Uh that would not be the like other people cannot make that play. Um, so I think you might conversely be saying comparing it to other Josh Allen performances, like, ah, oh, it's below par. And like maybe that's where some of the divergence comes from.
0: That's valid.
3: Yeah, so if you if you were to rated against a normal Josh Allen performance than Mike, given the criteria being different now, like what would you be closer than to? Yeah, three? certainly. To three yeah. then. No, no three. question. Okay. Like, I
2: think he like MVP could have won last year and should have been in the contention. I, I think he's a top three quarterback. So I'm comparing that to the average. And just like I say, the plays play after play where he's eluding pressure and making throw like, He's got the strongest arm in the league. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe we should just calibrate that going forward. Josh Allen is the first player in NFL history
3: with 4,000 passing yards and 750 yards rushing in a season. He finished with 4,407 passing yards and 663 rushing yards. Allen also had 42 total touchdowns, 36 passing, and 6 rushing. So how did, how is that not in the MVP conversation? There's only one quarterback that had more touchdowns than uh, Josh Allen this season. It was Tom Brady going into today. So, and somehow he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Go figure. All right, uh, let's continue our stats of the game. Um, Devin Singletary was the leading rusher for today, 19 carries for 88 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Stephon Diggs, leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, nine receptions on 14 targets for 81 yards and one touchdown. He did get that incentive today in today's game, today's win. Uh, there was an incentive that was made public by, I forget how, who or how. I know BuffaloRumblings.com did an article about it. Matt over there did it. it was if he had six catches today, he would meet his incentive for... An extra six hundred eighty-three thousand dollars next year, his twenty twenty-two contract. So he also had to get like over fourteen hundred yards rush or receiving or thirteen hundred yards receiving or something like that, uh, in order to do the other incentive like he did last season, uh, but he didn't get there. So, um, Dawson Knox, next leading receiver, three receptions on five targets for forty-nine yards. Gabriel Davis, three receptions on. Okay, okay, real quick. Gabriel davis, this is this is your pop quiz hot shots. Gabriel Davis had three receptions today. How many times was he thrown to? And John, don't look this up on your phone. I know that's one stat you didn't look up. Mike, I'll start with you cause you're looking down at your phone first. <laughs> um, how many times? How many targets did Gabriel Davis have today? He had three receptions for thirty nine yards. How many targets?
2: <laughs> i just don't want it to be a trick question like who crowned napoleon emperor oh napoleon <laughs> like some trick trivial pursuit this isn't a BS. trick. this Is isn't it, a tri- <laughs> it's either, did it, was it all of them i i feel like he definitely did not catch everything thrown his way uh, but why would you select that spoiler he did not he did not catch everything thrown in his way
3: so you know it's a minimum of four targets. How high up from there you want to go is up to you. Six. Six. Final answer?
2: <laughs>
3: I know you're gonna be like, well, if you're saying final no, answer, that must well, mean it's not high enough or toot too high. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, six. Six uh, five. Five. No, <laughs> six. 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 Okay.
3: Yeah. John, over under five. Six.
2: I was
0: going to guess six also, so uh, it makes it hard. Uh, seven.
3: That's what she said. Uh, the number was 14. He had what? Four, he had three receptions on 14 targets today.
0: Wow, where, where, where were we where that were we, we missed off? I
3: know. I know, right?
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least yeah. I won the, the quiz. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wow. A lot of people, you know, and I think a lot of that was Josh, but there were some, you know, I think, I think it was mostly Josh. Uh, But, you know, there's a couple that I think, you know, Gabriel would have liked to have had back. Cole Beasley, the next leading receiver for how was that one, Mike? Was that a lot better than the one that we all look up before the game is if Mike, Nate doesn't do any research before that. Is that better?
2: What did you, your research you with your, you with your ESPN,
3: six, <laughs> You with your six targets? <laughs> Not even half? <laughs> uh, let's see. Next leading receiver after that was Cole Beasley, four receptions on five targets for 31 yards. Uh, suffice to say, and then Devin Singletary, two receptions on two targets for 24 yards and a touchdown. Devin Singletary. Uh, great game by Devin Singletary on the day. You know what's funny is uh, Emmanuel Sanders was doubtful going into this game. <clears throat> and a lot of people have um, anointed Gabriel Davis as the number two wide receiver. I just want Josh to have all, all of his weapons healthy for next week. And I think besides Emmanuel Sanders, they will have that. But, man, like I would just like love to have Emmanuel Sanders on the field also. Um, and I think today was proof. I think Gabriel Davis is an amazing wide receiver. I think he shows a lot of promise. Um, I still also want... Emmanuel Sanders on the field. I think we all do. Probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. Uh, Sacks today. Sacks today. The Bills had nine sacks today. Mario Addison had two sacks. Jordan Poyer had two sacks. Matt Milano had a sack. Ed Oliver had one and a half sacks. A.J. Abanesa had a sack. Boogie Basham had a sack. And Jerry Hughes had a half a sack. So great game by the Bills' defense. The Jets... On the, other, on the other side of the ball, Zach Wilson, 7 for 20, 87 yards, one touchdown. Zach Wilson was also the leading rusher for the Jets, two carries for 24 yards. <laughs> Jeez, it's a rough game. Rough game for the Jets all around. Leading receiver was Keelan Cole, three receptions on three targets for 54 yards and a touchdown. Of course, that one uh, reception going for like 40 yards and a touchdown to and Cole and then just a bunch of other guys uh, for like five yards each um, the bills uh, I'll say this because I don't think this comes up um, uh, I think they mentioned at the end of the game but the the Jets only had 52 yards of total offense today which was the worst in franchise history so uh, if you have a Jets friend a Jets fan friend in your uh, in your contact list make sure to text them and let them know that. I'm sure they'll be thrilled to be reminded of it. Um, the Bills still own them, and I only say this because I have several fans, uh, friends that are Jets fans, and they might be good, like 99% of the time. But when they're Jets fans and they had to talk about the Bills throughout the drought, man, they were terrible. They were awful. I almost ended a few friendships. Not gonna lie. <laughs> they talked a lot of trash, especially during the Rex Ryan years. Man, you just like sometimes teams or players or fans or whatever they just take on the uh, the personality. Of their head coach, man. So some other cool stats of the game. Allowing just 17 points per game, Buffalo will finish the regular season as the number one scoring defense for the first time in franchise history. The Bills also finished as the number one total defense, allowing 272.8 yards per game. The Bills only allowed for four first downs, which is the fewest in a game in franchise history, and the fewest allowed by a team in the NFL since two thousand eight. The Bills allowed just fifty three yards, I should say, fifty three yards, which is the second fewest in a game in team history, and the <laughs> which the other one shouldn't even count. It was that Cleveland game in two thousand four. Was that I think it was like the whiteout game or whatever, the blizzard game, the game where Derek Anderson had to just throw like two passes or one pass or not even a pass. I think so Singletary had uh two touchdowns today. He's the first bill with consecutive multi-touchdown games since Fred Jackson in 2010, which is crazy. It's been that long. The bills had nine sacks today. Um, and those are the most recorded, uh, the most the bills had recorded, uh, since they had 10 sacks in 2011 versus the Washington football team. <laughs> almost, almost screwed up there. I got it though. Uh, what else? Anything else? The Bills are the first team since 2012, since the 2012 Steelers to lead the NFL in total defense without a player selected to the pro bowl. Yes. And I think we're going to end stats of the game on that note. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings King sports book at DeLago. We are going to take a quick commercial break. After we get back, we are going to do our giveaways. Our sweet Sassy Malassi plays the game and our wall of famers and wall of shamers. So stick around. <music> All right, welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our final recap of the regular season, where the Bills beat the Jets twenty-seven to ten in Buffalo. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm with my co-hosts, John and Mike, and fellas, let's go into it. Let's do our giveaways real quick. Um, we had a number of uh, winners this last week. that have spoken up, uh, so lots of things. I think we have eight or nine other items to give away. So uh we're gonna keep doing this till we give those items away till we have uh you know winner. So I'm gonna give away five each week until that point. Uh and uh we're gonna are go John, up into the are floor. John and I eligible. Did you leave a uh five star review on Apple Podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> are you uh Jiminy Jillickers by any chance? Jiminy Jillackers? Are you uh I shouldn't be saying these names because these people haven't won. <laughs> I'm just reading wow, names off what the a list. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? Jiminy Jillackers is the first winner of the po- I was just kidding. They are the first winner. Did you guys leave a five star review or not? Because maybe you've won this whole time. And you just haven't maybe I've been sent well, I haven't sent anything to your home address. Maybe you have a P.O. box in another state. <laughs> You just haven't been telling me? Just let me know. I will just give them to you next time I see you.
0: Yeah, I totally won that one time. I never got anything.
3: (laughs) Uh, Jiminy Jalakers, first winner. Second winner is uh, Bills LQBC. Bills LQBC. Third winner is Joey Hanover. That is Joey Hanover. Fourth winner is... Let's see casey bills 17 that's casey as in like kansas city bills 17 casey bills 17 and the last winner is at one and only bg that's at one and only bg whatever that means not sure what that means so so if you are a winner uh email me ctwpod at gmail.com or message me over twitter instagram or facebook uh and let us know be, be sure to follow us on all those social media platforms as well um because we are going to be doing a giveaway mike we're going to be doing a giveaway on twitter very soon and uh um do you want me to discuss this this kind of cool unique uh giveaway that we've never done before or do you want to do you want to discuss
2: it well
3: do you don't want to talk about it should we should we tease it because you 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 know how i love teasing things.
2: you love teasing (laughs) (laughs)
3: it's one of my favorite
2: things to do we've never done a digital giveaway right Never. Uh, but we changed our Twitter profile pic to a Josh Allen NFT. And since we've done that, the bills are undefeated. Yeah. So coincidence? Hard. No.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Has, is there any coincidence that since we've done that, COVID cases have gone up? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of just give us like, people always say this over Twitter and like, there's no way to not uh, explain an NFT is if you're not a five year old. But like pretend we're all five year olds. I know what an NFT is. So <laughs> of course um, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I'm the explanation
2: not, isn't for me. <laughs> yeah,
3: just not for, it's not for me. It's for all those other
2: people out there. Well,
3: like pretend John, John. John. John, do you know what an NFT is? Yes. No wow.
0: Well, why don't you explain it to us, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Like we're five.
0: <laughs> why don't you just I explain mean, it to uh, us? I mean
2: All right. That's enough.
3: You go. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough, John.
2: (laughs) So it stands for a non-fungible token. And that's basically a unique digital object. Yep. Right. And that's tracked on the blockchain. Exactly. And and like, since we've made this, so the Josh Halen NFT is a, it's called a Friday night punk is the collection of the uh, NFL players. And, since we've done that, a lot of people have reached out asking if they can use it as well. Um, and if you like the art, by all means, make it your profile pic, show Josh some love. Um, but we will be giving one away of Tredavious White in the coming week. And the story behind like an NFT collection is there's a whole community behind it. So if you own one and your player does well, you get paid. Um, you can also be in the DraftKings Uh, They do a weekly DraftKings contest, so you can be part of that. Basically, a a whole community behind an art project.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just joined their Discord. Yeah, I just joined their Discord recently, hoping to get because what's cool about the guy who's running it is he'll give away. He'll just give away them like like every day or every other day. Like he'll give away some like oh here's a Joey Bosa or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. hell yeah, I'll take a an (laughs) NFT you know for this. Like it's just like like you said, Mike. It's a unique digital. Uh, piece of art. It's just like, um, you know, there's, I guess
2: with a lot of, with a lot of utility attached, I guess a whole community behind it. So like, uh, in the space, a lot of the, the joke is like, oh, I could just right click and save it. If it's just a JPEG, oh, I can just right click and save. And for, if you're not into NFTs and you just want to show support for the bills, like, yeah, you're more than welcome to do that. But there is a lot attached to it on the back end. and you can't, you can't right click save, like the community behind it. So if you want to be involved, uh we'll put the giveaway up on Twitter.
3: Yeah, like it's one of those things where like uh just like a lot of NFTs like maybe it's I mean it's worth it's worth some money right now. The Trevis white one is, and it could either stay at that point. I mean, it could go down a little bit, I guess, but or it could blow up. Or it could turn into one of those things that you freaking retire from. So, um Man, we'll be kicking ourselves
2: a year from now. <laughs> we gave
3: away a retirement. That was uh, that. that is exactly what would happen to us. <laughs> the most the most uh, lucrative thing that we've ever done in this podcast is give away something that was a million dollar <laughs> idea or something. Uh, Tredevius White NFT. It's like, oh man, if only we had kept that, we'd be retired. Instead, we're still doing this podcast. So, <laughs> um,
2: so, so look for we'll we'll put up. We'll put it up on Twitter, the giveaway. Um, and if you're interested, certainly you can Nate, put up the, the link to the collection. Um, the site is called OpenSea. It's it's almost like an eBay for NFT collections. Yeah, um, it just it just got $13.3
3: billion, or it just got either assessed at $13.3 billion or just got uh, ne- its next round of funding to $13.3 billion total dollars or something like that. Like that's incru- just, it's that's insane inc- growth, yeah. Like as someone that's watched Silicon Valley on HBO, like that's, that's like, <laughs> it's insane <laughs> that they're, that they're that like, that's obviously a clear sign that yeah. like, it's doing well. And it, literally, the only thing that they do is sell NFTs, right? Like and, that's, and that's down
2: the cool. road, like we talk about the utility, like it could be sports tickets. Like that could be like, rather than ticket, Mars ticket master, you know, all the middlemen taking their piece. Like it, it's just a way to verify ownership. So you could see it transforming like stock trading. Uh, you could, have to buy an nft to get into our restaurant something like there's just a lot of different things that uh the technology is very cool
3: yeah it's also scary no i'm just kidding <laughs> mm-hmm. uh no it's it's really cool and i and i'm glad that you they i mean you kind of uh found out with this i'm i'm so we have a lot of fr- like
2: friends that are into it and it's just a great uh cool connection with the bills
3: i mean it's it's cool to get on top of this stuff before everyone's into it i've never been in on something like i'm like cryptocurrency i'm way behind on like i'm I'm like light years behind on right like basically we're in a cryptocurrency world and i'm like a pioneer, right? Like I'm, I'm living in like little house on the prairie sort of thing. Like everyone else is like looking like, you know, like the, like w- w- where people live in. Oh, uh... you
2: mean like a pioneer, like you're behind the times, not like a pioneer. No, like no. You're going out and being first.
3: That was a confusing <laughs> metaphor. There's a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not any good levels. <laughs> no, yeah. So like, this was something that was cool because it's not talked a whole lot about, at least in the bills community. And we're, we're the only ones that I know of of the major twitter platforms that have done something like this and uh and people a lot of people have been like very like welcoming when we changed our profile pic like a lot of people are like oh wait why'd you change your profile pic and i sent them the tweet and they're like oh wow cool like that's awesome that you're getting into this like i i opened up like this thing where like you can send us like tips through twitter right like it was just stupid took two seconds to do and then somebody uh Message us and was like hey you should like open up a crypto wallet so people can send you cryptocurrency and i'm like i (laughs) just found out that you could do that just now when you just messaged me that like as as a way of you know doing that and there's definitely some i mean it's just it just doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon um and yeah yeah with the way that yeah so uh so
2: we'll in the coming week we'll be giving away a friday night punk tradavious white uh maybe somebody's retirement yeah yeah (laughs)
3: yes so so what is what is john's twitter account so he doesn't end up trying to get it
0: (laughs) you don't worry about me i don't like new things john John.
2: John is the only engineer that's (laughs) anti-technology
3: oh man he's like totally against it
0: Uh, let me get my checkbook i'll write you a check for 13 cents
3: John, John's job is based on the newest and latest and greatest technology. We talk about NFTs and cryptocurrencies. Like, no, thanks. (laughs) Like, I just, I'll just stick with my, (laughs) with my $2 bills, my Buffalo nickels, anything. (laughs) Uh,
2: Back like 200 years ago, like John is the epitome of a Luddite, like those people that just hated the new, like when they invented like um, water mill. So, so you didn't have to mill the grains by hand. Like, oh, let's use water power. All the people are like, oh, that'll take our jobs. Let's go destroy this mill. Like, that's John.
0: <laughs> well, I don't want to lose my job. I, mean,
2: <laughs> I like making buggy whips. Like <laughs> John's
3: like, well, if the water takes it, who's going to push the mill? <laughs> who's going to push this For 18 wheel? hours a day. <laughs> For a quarter of a buffalo nickel <laughs> per day. Per year, um, yeah,
0: not just any nickel, Buffalo, Buffalo nickel, <laughs> a wooden,
3: a wooden penny, <laughs> whatever they used back then. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 scary at first. I think I would I would just say real quick before we get into. Um, our sweet sassy molassy plays the game is like someone who like i didn't get into it till mike mike has been monitoring like nfts for a while and i just kind of dismissed it as like well you know it's just one of those things and then you know read up more about it watched some youtube videos about it and i'm just like wow like there's i can see why it's caught on is what i'm saying i, I won't get into the, the 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 nitty-gritty parts of it because i don't understand 100 of it uh blockchains are still i i think i understand that Uh, more and more because it has to do with cryptocurrency and blockchains just kind of being a way to account for cryptocurrency how you can't just say oh I just gave you a bitcoin (laughs) like no you didn't (laughs) you know like it's just a a very complex way of supercomputing and letting you know encrypted way of saying yes you actually did give me one bitcoin and I have proof of it and here everyone else has proof of it too so Um, unless I got that totally wrong Mike let me know Uh, you're doing great Nate (laughs) Whew, a little nervous, a little nervous there, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I'm like Matt Hawk trying to uh, <laughs> trying to punt um, <laughs> in the game. Anyway, so uh, Sweet Sassy Molassi plays the game. Uh, let's go right into him.
2: Sweet Sassy Molassi, get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown. Our
3: Sweet Sassy Molassi plays the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Uh, <clears throat> John, what was your Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game?
0: Honestly, I had to go so early in the game, but that first touchdown from Allen to Diggs, like Allen was like throwing feet off the ground, diving towards the sideline, side arming it, Diggs barely getting his feet in they they at first they didn't rule it a touchdown they're like they talked about it like yeah, okay, we'll give it to him it was a touchdown, and then they did the you know the review they were, they confirmed it I, I it was I just thought it was a really sweet play, so I was like sweet sassy molasses that's that's it right there.
3: That's literally what you yelled in your living room. Sweet Sassy molasses. I like it. I like it. That was a really good play. Uh, Mike, what is your Sweet Sassy molasses play of the game?
2: I agree with John. It was just, it was a dramatic play. Alan. what a show of athleticism. And then Diggs, um, what a great catch. I was very happy to see them change the ruling on the field. Cause I thought whichever way that went, so goes The ultimate decision so happy to see him conference and to to me it was 50 50. um Mm -hmm. i'd love to see him slow it down more and go frame by frame but i uh, i said 50 50 60 40 it was a catch (laughs) 70 30 mate it was a catch Uh, but what a play by both those guys
3: yeah like credit to the officiating staff at least for that play because you know we normally um we're not fans. We're not fans. And I don't think a lot of Bills fans are in general. And um, they they got it wrong and then they corrected it, which takes a lot more. Like you said, Mike, normally they just keep with it. They're like, well, I didn't really see it. What did you see? Okay. <laughs> like somebody came in. Of course, you know what it probably was. It was probably that one referee that's retiring. After 20 years, he was like the one that got the call right on that one. So we're gonna lose another good one of the only good referees in the entire NFL <laughs> because he's retiring after that last call, <laughs> the last time he made a good call in the uh, for the Buffalo Bills. And you know, uh, but no, no, that was that was good to see. I I liked that that play. That's my sweet Sassy Molassie play. The game um, just wasn't amazing. We almost had two of them. Diggs almost had that second touchdown in the first quarter too, but uh, it didn't end up uh going that way ended up the bills ended up having to kick a field goal uh it was the second quarter rather um but man um amazing play by Diggs! uh what a great game by him um and yeah he got that incentive so good i'm glad he got paid and what is cool by the way as far as stefan Diggs goes it's good to see that the bills were uh it felt like they were trying to force feed him the ball to get him that incentive and that's the only one I remember that they were playing for this. I didn't hear any Josh Allen's incentive talk or anything like that. I'm sure there were some for that. Maybe even a Devin Singletary incentive. Who knows? But um, it was kind of cool to see D- Dable and Allen rally around Diggs to make sure that he got it uh, today. So um, those were Sweet Sassy molassy plays of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Hey, speaking of the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago, uh, DraftKings app. Uh, If you go to the DraftKings app, you can now uh, bet online. New York State has legal online gambling. I never thought I'd see the day. Well, I thought I was going to see the day like three or four years ago where like, you know, sports betting in weed would be legal in New York State like every other state it feels like. Um, And then it just recently happened for both. So who knows? Who knows what else? Maybe we can actually get uh, something else that we want that we just weren't expecting (laughs) for, you know. But uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I still prefer uh, I mean, I like betting online. Um, I still like going to the, over to the, uh, the DeLago Resort and Casino. Um, I went there, I went there for, uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast earlier, but w- I went with my mom to go see Fraser to meet Kelsey Grammer. And, uh, we're leaving or no, before we went into the steakhouse there, which is where they were holding it. Uh, my mom's like, Oh, there's a, did you know they have a, Uh, a lounge here, a sports book here. I'm like, yeah, of course I know they have a sports book. One of our biggest sponsors, mom, didn't you know this? Don't you listen on a weekly basis? (laughs) No, I just, uh, but I was like, Hey, do you want to like throw some money on the game? Like it was a Thursday night. It was the, uh, the Rams, uh, Patriots game. And I'm like, I kind of want to throw some money on the game. I'm right here. There was nobody at the kiosks. Like it was a perfect time. Uh, so that was really cool. That's one of the advantages that you get by going over to the uh, instead of doing it online, then this experience there is really cool, which I'd still recommend. DraftKings Sportsbook um, at Delago for that. Um, is there a Gettysburg of the game in today's win? Four score and seven years ago. So I, uh, the Bills at no point were losing, John, like you mentioned. Um I'd argue though that there was a Gettysburg for this game as far as like the momentum shift going from uh as f- the Bills being kind of like are they still in it are they going to go back and forth are we going to have to rely on the Bills defense to stop the Jets or you know, are the special teams going to have a blocked punt that goes for a touchdown and the Bills will be down like what's going to happen um and this one this was actually brought to me uh by one of our listeners uh i apologize if i'm mispronouncing his name incorrectly i believe it's dom hall dom hall i want to say yes a dom domna it's d-o-m-h-n-a-l-l o'neill uh he he mentioned that as his uh as his uh gettysburg of the game and uh you know looking back at it uh I can't think of a better game. That 32-yard scramble in the fourth quarter that ended up leading to the 20 to 10, the 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 touchdown, the Singletary touchdown to put them up 20 to 10. Um, I think that's a good Gettysburg uh, of today's win. Do you guys have a better Gettysburg or something that I haven't thought of? Maybe a sack or or turnover or anything like that. There weren't there weren't a whole lot of those. So um, you know the blocked. I I I will say like blocked punt that blocked punt by Cam Lewis. Like that was if the Bills didn't have their own punt punt blocked at one point, or like it wasn't even blocked. It was just like the holding was muffed or whatever. Um, can you even say the holding was muffed? I don't know. The the snap was muffed or whatever. Um, ended up being kind of like a a punt. But anyway, uh, I think that was a good play. But Gettysburg, John, Mike, anything thoughts? Yes? No?
0: Nah, there's no Gettysburg. Yes.
3: <laughs> I believe you and uh I believe myself and Domin Hall would Hall would uh would disagree with you. <laughs> Mike,
2: what do you think? No Gettysburg or that that run? Yeah, I liked I liked uh the Allen run, the Cam Lewis black punt. Like you're if you don't take it to the house, you're at the mercy of what happens subsequent on on the drive and the Bills didn't get any points out of it, so it kind of negates it a little bit. Oh. A play that we didn't talk about yet. That I really liked just showing the maturity and thinking outside the box with 20 seconds to go in the first half bills were driving, but they had no timeouts left, which we've complained about that. It seems like McDermott has cleaned it up a lot, but we always lament when they don't have timeouts left. Um, so bills driving, no timeouts left. Allen's running with the ball and he's not near the sideline, but he flips it to Knox. Um, who could get outside, got the first down, and that led to the Bills' field goal to put him up 13-7. I thought that was a crucial play.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: I almost forgot about that one.
0: Yeah, that was a a great call. That's a good one.
3: So uh, you mentioned McDermott not having timeouts, and one of the reasons was is because they had to call a timeout for some reason instead of taking a delay of game when Allen was on they was fourth and one and Allen was trying to do one of those heart counts to draw the, the Jets off sides. And then and like I said, instead of just taking the five yard delay of game, which they were at like the forty five or something. It wasn't consequential. It wasn't like it was gonna kill you. It wasn't like you were at your own twenty. And then he takes a timeout and punts anyway. Like what a waste of a timeout. Like that's that's mm. that's one of those things. Same- and scratcher. That's it. You knew, you knew what there were two outcomes to this, to this play. One was going to be that they were going to jump off sides or the other was going to be that they weren't going to jump off sides. And then you should have been prepared to take the five yards uh, instead of burning a timeout for it. Um, I don't know why he thought the five yards were consequential, but anyway. um Yeah, you're right, Mike. It's like McDermott has definitely cleaned up timeouts in his tenure here. Uh, But every once in a while he, uh, You know, it's just like, you know, sometimes your dog pees on the rug, you know, (laughs) it's like McDermott using those timeouts before the end of the half, like way before the end of the half. (laughs) Like eh, it happens. Sometimes they make mistakes, you know,
0: even at the beginning of the game, they had one within the first, first half of the first quarter. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Very confusing. Um, So those were Gettysburg. That was the Gettysburg of the game. Gettysburg play of the game. Gettysburg of the game. Gaysburg play of the Gaysburg of the game. <laughs> brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. All right, let's go into our Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame. The Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Let's first start with the Wall of Fame. Wall. I'll go first for this one. Uh, I have Devin Singletary as my. Wall of Famer in today's victory. Uh, Just another great game by Devin. Uh, It finds, like, I want to give most of the credit to him, but I think part of the credit does go to this newly revamped offensive line and uh, the way that uh, Singletary is able to actually, like, find holes in the middle of the line and, like, make yards, whereas for most of the season, if you had even attempted to run between the tackles, like that just, it just wasn't going to happen. Like he was going to be met by a defender in the back, in the backfield. Um, Now true, does it have to do with the opponent that they're playing? The Falcons have a terrible defense. The Jets have a terrible defense. Sure. For sure. That has, that definitely has something to do with it. But um, I think that, I think he's shown a little bit more. I mean, even after, even after his first, you know, even after contact, I think he he runs the ball really well. Um and he's and he's been proving to be uh, an asset in the passing game as well. Um so I'm gonna give it to Devin Singletary. Uh Mike, who are you gonna put on your wall of fame in today's win?
2: For me it's diggs. Nine receptions, 81 yards. He had the touchdown, almost two. Um guy's crazy athletic. And this game I really saw like fighting after after catching the ball, he's got, he's got moves, the so stiff arms, the jukes. And I'd like to see him get into the middle of getting space mm-hmm. um, a little bit more.
3: Yeah. What'd you think of that stiff arm where he basically took that quarterback and just, just threw him to the ground, like a rag doll. <laughs> he ragdolled him. <laughs> what'd you think <laughs> of that one? That was pretty, it was pretty for a guy who's only like six foot one, like 200, maybe or whatever. Like he's not a big dude you're not talking about Calvin Johnson or AJ green, like, you know, stiff army like this is i mean he's he's tall but he's not you know gabriel davis he's not as, even as big as gabriel davis and he did that like impressive right
0: yeah for sure
3: all right john who do you have on your wall of fame in today's win
0: it's the defense man number one defense in the league showed it again today held the just a 53 total yards one for 14 on third down come on eight sacks Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Come on. Defense. Look at this. Number one defense in the NFL and Josh Allen. Like, that's incredible. Like that combination right there. I forget the special teams. I know the special teams needs work. They got a good kicker at least. Right. But like, come on, let's go. Super Bowl. This is it. This is the year.
3: (laughs) Good call. Good call. I like that one a lot. I, I like, uh, I just couldn't give it to someone specifically on the defense, but you know John likes to go generic, so that worked out well. Um, the entire you couldn't even say the defensive line for the for the nine sacks, but he stuck with the entire defense.
2: You just say the Bills.
3: <laughs> that At would that be, point. That would be too specific. It'd have to be like the Bills organization, including <laughs> the coaches and in, in front office and scouts.
0: Oh, I want to. I want to also put the fans up there, right? <laughs> no, Bills Mafia. Come on. <laughs> you're out there in the stands tonight. Yeah. I was sitting on my couch, you know, doing my thing. But like, you know, Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia. Out in the stands. They had lots of bad weather games this year. Come on. Yeah. Shout out to the fans.
3: You know, I'm going to one-up you. I'm not going to just give it to the Bill's fans and Bill's Mafia. I'm going to give it to the ones that have died too. So all the deceased Bill's Mafia. If you're listening out there, this one's for you. <laughs> so... um to to
2: john to to john like oh all the fans is somebody more a fan because they went to the game than me watching at home this week come on like people have a lot of it's like our time is our most precious resource and you just if you don't have season tickets maybe you can't be there every week come on man
0: no (laughs) were you at the game john no i agree with you I'm, oh okay. that's why i said all, all the scenes. I, I didn't sorry. limit it to, to the fantasy but i did say all of those <laughs> ones, yeah.
2: man i was about to jump down your throat that's an ugly side of me <laughs> it's an ugly side of mike see we've seen ugly defensive
3: mike at least twice so far this episode <laughs>
2: getting uh jeez, wow i'm sorry john <laughs> jeez um you should have worded it better what can i say i
3: i like that point mike about like fans if anything we should be like we had we had season tickets during the drought. Like we're we're such bigger fans than the people going getting no season comparison. tickets now. No comparison.
2: <laughs> the chance of winning then was like one in ten when we went. We <laughs> yeah. knew that.
3: Each game. Each game, right. one in ten. Yeah. <laughs> we knew that. We just wanted to enjoy. We were we we're true bills. Yeah. If anything, I the thought, people I thought
0: we had a chance. Yeah. Like
2: Roughly 10%. <laughs> Whereas I was, today I was, is
0: like, I was, oh. I was perhaps more optimistic than that. Give or take. Give or take a few. A few percent depending 90, on the weather. Give or take 90 percentage points.
3: <laughs> I'd even argue that the people that have season tickets right now are bandwagon fans, if we're being <laughs> quite honest. <laughs> if you're listening right now and you have season tickets, you're a bandwagon fan. That's
0: all I'm saying. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry kidding. we went down this road. I
3: just, we are just bitter. We're bitter. I, uh, no, but it was like, think about that. Like, if you just got a season ticket in the last few years, now, mind you, there's a lot of younger fans that didn't get a chance to. But I mean, if you're our age and you're in your 30s and you just now started getting season tickets, like, where were you? You know, where were you? Like, when it was 2000? Well, we weren't really getting season tickets then. But like, when whenever we had them, like, you know, in the 2000s, 2010s, like that was you never knew you never knew what the season was yeah we sat through every game so
0: i'm not better though i mean i went to games when i was a kid like the when they were always winning like that those were those were happy moments I, I i don't take any of that for granted
3: so when you had season tickets with us during the drought season that must have sucked compared to like when you're child in your childhood like right like this- well
0: i'll tell you what the tailgating was better as an adult <laughs>
3: john's like john's like don't get it don't get it twisted like i i got i got proper messed up too when i was a kid but it's just different like right i i had a few drinks too um yeah all right well this is going to be easy this next part is going to be easy wall of shame 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 um I think it's going to be unanimous, but I'm going to go out on the limb and say Gabe Davis. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it, it was Matt Hawk. If anyone has any, uh, this is what I'm going to say. Matt Hawk has made me miss Corey Bohorquez last season or this season, and that's even considering how bad Corey Bohorquez was at times. Because uh, Bohorquez was like he was like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Though that's the thing that we didn't like about. But is it was either super hot, it'd be a 70-yard bomb, or it'd be like a 20-yard shank. And Matt Hawk doesn't have those 70-yard bombs, so all we have are the shanks (laughs) to go with it. Was
0: Horquez really that bad? I don't remember him being that on and off. I, I always thought he was pretty decent. I
3: think you're having a, a bit of revisionist history, John, because of the fact that Hawk is as bad as he is. You're like, I didn't miss him. That was it wasn't that bad. It's just like you th- people think about like Jim Kelly. Oh, he was amazing. He's amazing. They forget the last two or three years where we're just like, all right, Jim, maybe it's time to hang the cleats
0: up. Like you know, we we forget no, he about. He was this. so he was so good at the end. Eh, he was, he was all right. There are there are other factors at play.
3: <laughs> a five fire emoji rating of Jim Kelly in the last season of his career for Jim Kelly. Uh, wasn't wasn't probably three fire emojis I would say so um, not the last game maybe. not the last <laughs> uh, but but Horquez wasn't he wasn't good but he wasn't bad he was like like most punters right like most punters don't have huge highs and huge lows right or they don't have the lowest of lows and the highest of highs they're like middle between like ah uh, they're sometimes a little bit better sometimes a little bit worse I mean they're not Brian Mormon, let's be honest they're not the goat. But, like, they're, like, average, right? Like, Corey Bajorquez was, was average in a completely opposite way. It's like if you were to look at, like, a bell curve, right? Like, he was at both ends of the bell curve, like, the really small, thin part, just not the big, fat part where you want your punter to be for the most part. So,
0: so like, how would you rank them, like, out of 32, right? There's 32 punters normally in a year, right? So like...
3: was probably bottom third, but he wasn't the worst. Matt Hawk might be the worst punter in the league.
0: I thought Baharquiz was, was, well, either way. I mean, Otis said top half. Okay,
3: okay. All right. For sure. Yeah, well, much better, no matter what, better than Hawk, right? Like, you don't, you, you, you miss him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was in freaking Miami last year, and he sucked then, too. (laughs)
3: Yeah, we were thought we were gonna get. Not only that, though, we signed him to like what I think a three year deal. So that's great. It's great that we're. uh, The
0: funny thing is, like when they originally signed him, like, well, it's just the punter. The offense is so good, it won't matter. Yeah, yeah, right. Now it's like, well, I don't know. We might need him. We might need a good punter,
3: or at least an average punter,
0: or at least punt it more than eight yards.
3: Yeah, he had what he had three shanks in a row, and then one. He punted out of the end zone because he couldn't get it inside the 20. He punted out of the end zone. Didn't even give his players a chance to down the ball within the 20. He punted out. And then there was the other one. The fourth one was like, which was another bad one, was was he mishandled the snap. And Anyways, there were like four, I think that counted four bad puns, four really bad puns. What's funny is he technically had five because, uh, or was it five because, yeah, it was five because one was called back. <laughs> one shank was called back, which proceeded, which he then proceeded to have an even worse shank the second time. So yeah, bad, bad game by, uh, by Matt Hawk. I would be surprised if any of the, uh, any of the Twitter responses that we read today are, uh, aren't terrible about, aren't saying anything bad about Matt Hawk. I'm going to try to keep this a little short because we're gone long today. So uh, let, me, uh, let me do something I don't normally do. Start at the bottom. Big R writes, Wall of Fame, Bills defense. Jets had nothing all day. Wall of Shame, obviously Hawk, but Allen miscommunications need to be cleaned up if we have a chance in the playoffs. Gettysburg, when Hawk punted it normal once and the crowd went bonkers. <laughs> a momentum changer. Nice. AFC East Chance, go Bills. <laughs> it's a good Paul. I didn't hear that. That's funny. That's funny. It's a good one.
0: That's what she said. Uh,
3: Kathleen Velas writes in wall of fame, the defense, nine sacks, uh, motor and digs wall of shame, the punter Dable play calling. And that one fluky t- touchdown. The defense always seems to give up. And she's talking about the uh, Keelan Cole touchdown. Richard W. Griswold writes wall of fame, McDermott 51 and 35 second divisional AFC second. Uh, he says two D second, uh, Second, he means. AFC East divisional title in a row. See, it's not always just me, guys. Uh, Allen Downwind, he writes as a Wall of Fame. Cam Lewis, Singletary again. Diggs, Knox, the, entire's bill, the entire Bill's D, nine sacks. That's yours, John. We found your burner. Steve Tasker. He also wrote Steve Tasker, who had a really good... He uh, really pumped out the crowd well tonight. Wall of Shame, Hawk, WTAF. Please sign anyone else this week. Uh, Gabriel Davis, not his best game, and Billy Cheat needs <laughs> needs upgraded uh, New Year's resolution. What I'm what I'm really happy about is the fact that even though the Patriots are making the playoffs, they don't have a home game. They probably won't get a home game, and they definitely won't get a buy, no matter what. They will not get a buy, which was always their bread and butter every season. You get that first round bye, and it's at home. Like it's your your odds of making the Super Bowl are so much better. Every single season, and they felt like they always got that. So now they, they they don't get either of them, which I'm super excited about. I hopefully hopefully expect them to get knocked down in the first round. B Mormon twenty twenty writes, Hawk is shame. He had some nice ones, but doesn't make up for the mistakes. Did not love how Dable timed run plays. Allen, fame all the way. He makes great plays and keeps the team in the game. Obviously, defenses lights out as usual, and run game is really nice as of late. You know, you know how they did that Steve, Steve Tasker uh, last season? It was like, uh, get ready, it's going to be chilly. Like, you know they're going to, because that one got such huge success. In fact, I even asked Steve Tasker before the season about that specific uh, commercial, that clip, and uh, I was trying to think of ways that it could be better this season. And I was thinking of like another person they could bring in. Cause like, you know, when he lights his cigar and he goes, he's like, I think he said, be careful. It's good. It might be chilly or something like that. And like, who else would make that like commercial or that clip even more kick-ass. And I think I found someone and it's not someone you would normally think. It's not a player or anything like that. I was trying to think off the board. And of course I think about in the shower cause that's when I get most of my best thinking. And I thought of another big, huge Bills fan that's famous and Shooter McGavin. Like, how sick would that be if you had Steve Tasker, like, lighting a cigar? You're like, you know, we'll see you there. And then, like, you pan out, and there's Shooter McGavin lighting a cigar, too. Steve Tasker says, it might be chilly. And then Shooter McGavin goes and gives the old uh, shooter guns the wink, and they both put... Shooter puts his arm over Steve and they walk down the aisle together. Or maybe he goes, uh, I don't know, something like that. Something out of effect. What do you think? What do you think about that idea? Yay or nay? Thumbs up, thumbs down? John So-So on it. <laughs> I love it, Nate. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks. I'm surprised you're being that way, as defensive as you got earlier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Appreciate it if you guys think of other better people. We got to tweet the Buffalo Bills so they do it this week if they haven't already. Uh, if they haven't already uh, filmed it, Drew Hesht is in. He says Wall of Fame Motor for another game being the workhorse for the offense when the pass won't work. Defense for the many sacks. Wall of Shame Hawk for punting at a high school level. <laughs> Wide receivers for drops. Allen for inaccurate throws on well-executed plays by the wide receivers. And Dable for still running on third and second and long. Wow, good calls, Drew. Alex Keys writes, Hawk is on the wall of shame, but he did regain his form. I wouldn't say he regained his form. I mean, he wasn't awful. But he did have that one punt inside the 10. So, I mean, I think he punted nine times or is it seven times? I can't remember, but uh, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't He was awful. What you're trying to say, Alex, is he wasn't awful at some point in the game. So that's, that's fair. The entire defense on the Wall of Fame, they all had a good day outside of Wilson's one good pass. Yeah, minus that one touchdown pass on a blown coverage. I mean, what does he have? 20 yards pass or, you know, 40 yards passing altogether? Scott M. Fry writes, D gets the fame. Dable, Hawk, offense. Whew, really rough quarter two through quarter three. Are we just the that bad against the wind? Should we have should we have run more into the wind? Um, yes. Hey, maybe uh, nobody's telling Dable. Uh, Dable, what's going on there? The future, Mister Jennifer Garner. Now, I will say the future, Mister Jennifer Garner, and I kind of got into it on Twitter. I was uh saying that the uh, Matt or who's the famous punter John that's in the Hall of Fame that we saw when Andre Reed got in. Is it? It's Ray Guy, right? Yes. Ray guy, I said the current Ray guy, I would take over Matt Hawk, and he was kind of in my mentions, like, oh, you know, he wasn't terrible, this and that, blah blah. blah. And I was like, I think you're the only one in defending, uh, defending Matt Hawk right now on Twitter. But you know, we came to a, a you know, those those don't get talked about enough. We came to a, a very uh, agreeable arrangement, you know, where we both respected each other's opinions and it didn't get rude or anything. So, uh, you know, hats off to. To myself and future Mr. Jennifer Garner for that. Wall of Fame, the entire if I can if I could just pat myself on the back a little bit more, I'd I'd really enjoy that. Wall of Fame, the entire defense. Josh with the wind, first and fourth quarter. Wall of Shame, Matt Hawks. He actually says Matt Hawk. Josh into the wind, second and third quarter. One of the people I got that stat from. And the team has to adjust the game plan when Josh is struggling with the wind. Man, the future Mr. Jennifer Garner and Scott Fry, man. Jeez. Laura writes in, she says, obvious wall of shame is punting situation. I mean, shame doesn't even describe it. <laughs> well put, Laura. She also says wall of fame. Diggs Betty White cleats. Now we did not mention that earlier, but uh, Stefan Diggs had uh, Betty White cleats. RIP Betty White. And thank you for being a friend on the other side of it. Really cool, really cool work uh, on that one. Uh, we'll get through – let's do two more, two more. Karen writes, she says, Gettysburg Part 1, Tasker pregame crowd hype. Uh, she's given us two-part – I don't know if anyone's ever given us a two, two-parter for the Gettysburg. In Part 2, the uh, Isaiah McKenzie crucial first down run that led to the first Isaiah or, uh, Devin Singletary touchdown interesting we did not mention that one wall of fame 17 plus 14 she says uh singletary and the defense now i like that she has to keep writing the the players numbers because you knew her tweet was too long that she couldn't keep writing out Diggs and allen and singletary so i like that wall of shame hawk all poop emoji <laughs> so would you give them five poop emojis uh heart attack bills again see there she said it heart attack bills again cannot put together a complete game waited too long to put Number 19 in the in the offense. Yep, Isaiah McKenzie, you're right. Alan, three and a half fire emojis. Now, Nate Garia, uh, host of the Food for Thought podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network with uh, Bruce, did mention on Twitter, he's like, it can't be a coincidence that whenever the Bills offense really gets humming, it's because Isaiah McKenzie is involved. And uh, man, hard to disagree with some of that. Okay, I'm going to give you two people's names, guys. You ready? <clears throat> Jason Statham. Or Rob Zach. Whose tweet do I read? Whose tweet do I read? They both look good. I'm not going to lie. If they're both good,
2: you got to do both.
3: All right. That's a cop out answer. John? John doesn't care.
0: I agree with Mike.
3: <laughs> All right. I'll read Jason Statham's first. Jason Statham writes Wall of Fame, the entire defense, nine sacks. D line looked dominant. Coverage was top class. You know, I. I don't, no one's going to mention it on the wall of fame, but Harrison Phillips had another great game today. Um, I just had to say that uh, before we finish uh, this segment and the podcast. Uh, Wall of shame, he says, Matt Hawk, of course. CBS, just terrible coverage and the dirty Jets. AFC East champs for the, uh, and the dirty Jets. AFC East champs for the second straight year is amazing. They say defense wins championships. Well, we have the best in the NFL. Go, Bills. Oh, that was a good one. Should I, should I end it on that one? I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna end it on that one. Sorry, Rob. We'll get you next week uh, during the playoffs. That was just. I
2: feel like you should read it. Do you feel like I
3: should? Oh, I don't want to alienate a listener, right? Okay. All right, Rob. All right, this better be good. <laughs> wall of Fame, our defense. They should have. They should have had a shutout and maybe ten sacks. They kept us in it with our offense when our offense was struggling. Wall of Fame or Wall of Shame? I believe he says. Ha- <laughs> Hawk is a hack. He could have cost us the game. We need to figure out something there. Play of the game, Allen's 30-yard run. All right. And with that, that'll end our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers segment, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, now that, I mean, everyone else knows this by listening to this tomorrow, but John, do we know who the Bills are playing in the uh, first round of the, uh, the playoffs next week, the wildcard
0: round? Yeah, man, so next week uh, we're playing Saturday 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so if the Raiders hold on to win tonight, they are up 26-14, to 14, 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We will be playing the Patriots. No kidding. If the Chargers come back and win, we'll be playing the Chargers at home. Wow. Interesting. It's almost like...
3: Uh, this sounds weird, and I don't want to preview next week's game because everyone on the podcast network will be doing that, but like, you'd almost... You'd almost want it to be good weather, right? Like at least not windy or rainy, <laughs> based on what's happening, or or a, an immense amount of snow, like the amount of snow like you gotten with the the snow apocalypse or whatever, right? Like you don't want Snowmageddon or whatever it was called. You don't want that
0: game, right? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what to hope for for anything at this point. I do I do think the Bills could be anybody right now, right? So,
3: except teams I mean, that can really run the ball really well.
0: <laughs> right like so oh, okay so the Colts are out right Yeah so we don't is. have to worry about the Colts um, The Patriots We we beat the Patriots right so we know they're beatable I understand the weather thing And all that but like I like top to Down in the AFC right Titans get the number One seed one of the worst number one Seeds in history the Chiefs At number two they, they actually might Be the scariest we beat the Chiefs though In, this, in the regular season at the same time Right the Bengals are kind of hot, but they're also kind of new, right, to the playoffs, you know, and you know, they they might not be quite ready yet. We don't know. Uh you know, I mean, there's like there's so many questions up top, top to bottom. Like I I just feel like the Bills could just beat anybody at this point.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um It's going to be an exciting time. It's an exciting time to to be a Bills fan for sure. It's funny when we started this podcast like five years ago, it was basically the same time that McDermott was named head coach. Uh, we thought we were in for, well, it was funny. It's funny. Cause we thought at the time we're like, well, let's see if this new head coach is any good. Like, you know, this is going to be an interesting run. And what's funny is, I mean, he's been amazing. Like, I mean, this is, this is single-handedly, you know, what's, what's led us to the point where we're making the playoffs four out of his first five seasons as a head coach. And some would say it's, you know, McDermott or, or Bean and and McDermott, um, but don't forget us. You know we were we were there at the beginning too, so <laughs> that has to be noted too. So um, thank you guys all for tweeting in to us. And uh, and I,
2: well, is- I mean, I think that's a good point. You can't overstate that. Like the hiring of Sean McDermott, like at the time, that was ranked the word worst head coaching hire of the off season. The Browns passed up on him and decided to hire Hugh Jackson instead. Remember
3: that was yeah, so. Yeah, that was that. You're right. That was people like, what are they doing? You need an offensive mind. (laughs) Their defense is already good. I don't know, but towards the end of Rex Ryan's tenure, nothing, nothing was good. Nobody was good. So, yeah. So, do you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about? I know we don't have the odds for that game yet, so we can't even discuss that. Uh, The game's still ongoing,
2: but you know what? I found out there's a difference between mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. Never knew. You've never tasted them? You mean? I've tasted them. I just—I guess I don't have a selective palate. <laughs> I thought they were syn- synonymous. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you gotta have them. Um, you, you,
3: you—taste test. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a distinguishable taste. Now you might like both. Like, isn't that their commercial? Like, some people hate Miracle Whip. They're like, yeah. Some we realize that some of you are gonna hate us, but some of you might like us too. It's like the only honesty in any advertising campaign. Like some people just absolutely hate Miracle Whip.
0: I prefer blue cheese.
3: <laughs> John, Mike, Mike, have you? So you can't tell the difference? So you don't prefer one or the other? I prefer mayonnaise, but I I can do both. Mm-hmm. I'd ask John, but he thinks we're talking about Jesus. And I use them <laughs>
2: interchangeably.
3: Actually, Miracle Whip is a dressing. I believe they say they're a dressing, not like hmm. of course mayonnaise be a dressing too. You can use
0: blue cheese as a dressing too.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think John stopped listening to what I said and just wanted to talk (laughs) Uh, because I believe that's what I said. So, okay. All right. So it's a good time to end the podcast. Everyone's banging on all cylinders. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Not only tonight or in this episode rather, but for the entire season, those of you that have jumped in halfway through the season, those of you that have been with us for five years, I truly appreciate all you guys uh, listening Um, after the season is done the postseason hopefully it's after the Super Bowl and hopefully it's after a Super Bowl win. We are going to have the winner of uh, the contest, the pick'em contest, the rumblings pick'em contest, which the winner is will be no matter what because uh, all games besides the uh, this game has been decided is Mark Haber. So Mark Haber is the winner, and hopefully, Mark, hopefully you're listening to this. Uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a message. Uh, we'll have to set up a time that you can come on in the season. Hopefully, it'll be like the the game right after a Super Bowl win, so we can discuss that together and do our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers for the entire season. So, um, thank you guys all for listening as always. So for John,
0: hey, go Bills! Let's let's go beat the Patriots next week, knock them out of the playoffs. And uh, let's continue from there. Go Bills. And
2: for Mike. A very exciting time to be a Bills fan. Looking forward to it. Go Bills.
3: And for me, Nate, uh, we run the East two years in a row. Go Bills. We'll talk to you guys next week.
4: Buffalo stand up. It's the mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill city. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill city. Yo. Uh, it's, a Bill city. it's a Bill city, yeah, a Buffalo Bill city. Bill city, yo, we got Josh Allen, got step digs, we got Cole, Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow, Mafia, you know we on a roll, no competition and it's not even close, yeah. Mike McKenzie on a jet suite. Maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and B's and Gabe Davis. Three-headed single Terry Moss brader Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes. Forget Kelsey. Forget Hill. Come and replay us. Cause we ready to bash him like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody four. We ready. Kick they buck up like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Stepdigs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition, and it's not even close. It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Yeah, What? It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Taron Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy. Don't pass it to Trey Wait, Please believe me, we got high right behind them and Poya free. Please don't run up the middle unless you want to meet a star. Greg Russo can show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around them. Our team is grounded. Oh, yeah. Sebastian like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four. We ready. Kick their up like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got step digs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a bill yeah. city. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. A Buffalo Bill City.